Hey, good afternoon, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry, and I got one of my favorite guests coming in, a guy that you're going to hear a lot about in the future. I promise you that. And if not, he and I are going to have words in the future if I don't hear a lot about him. But Derek, welcome back into the clubhouse, my friend. Man, thank you so much for having me again. Yeah, you bet. Anytime. Hey, so before we start talking about you, let's talk about your boys. What happened to the White Sox this year? Oh, uh, me and my dad, we uh we kind of go back and forth on this one because uh kind of about that hire with Larusa. He didn't like it. I liked it. You know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but uh yeah, we we go back and forth on that one. Um, but I'd say that was that was kind of the biggest part was uh you know management and in, in both both aspects whether it's up in the skyscraper or up in the in the up in that press box with the GM or Larusa or the bench coach or anything you know so that's kind of what it came down to is we didn't have the right guys on the field um, we didn't you know, we didn't put the right guys um, out of the bullpen we didn't even have the right guys out of the bullpen so um, you know hopefully it changes in the future but I'm I'm still uh, I'm I'm still very uh, thinking very positively about our team i like the white Sox, so you know i'm thinking that we're gonna do uh we're do really well in the future and i'm gonna stay optimistic about it cautiously optimistic and that that division d is a division that's up for grabs you don't have a no disrespect to the the guardians but you don't have a huge powerhouse in there like you know you had this last year with the yankees or you know the mets or the phillies it's kind of up for grabs Right, 100%. So, uh, what do you think they need to do in the offseason? You know what? I uh, I think that they might have a little bit of money since uh, there's a good chance of Bray is going to be gone. I don't know if he retired or if he's a free agent or whatever. They might have a little chunk of money. They're letting a few more guys go. They got rid of LaRusso's contract. So, there's um, there's money to be spent. And, uh, you know, I actually have high aspirations for this new coach that came over from the Royals and um, new head coach heard heard a little bit about him from my dad. Um, seems like seems like a you know young up and coming coach. Seems like he, know, like he knows what he's doing. Those are usually the best coaches. Um, they come in and then it takes them a few years, but they'll get there. Um, so it's just all process. They need they, they probably just need to uh, figure out positions a little more and not put like a like a third baseman and a second baseman in the outfield all the time and get some get some actual MLB position players out there. Yeah, it's, you know, and you guys have a lot of Latin influence there. So you got to get, you got to get guys who can do that. And, and a guy like Larusa, albeit he was a great manager in the 80s. I mean, no disrespect to him, but his time's passed, right? Yeah, yeah and different so, times. You know, you're, you enjoy sitting on a, on your porch, swallowing prescriptions in a rocking chair, right? Yeah. You've done every, yeah. everything you need to do. You can't do much more. So, you know, between the A's and the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, right. he did it. So let's move to you. Forget the White Sox. We had plenty of time to talk White Sox baseball. And you know what we'll do is we'll get you on a, a predictions podcast before the season starts. And let's see how good you are at predicting uh, each uh, each division. But let's talk about you. I, I hear and I saw that you signed a letter of intent. So where are you officially going now? I officially signed with the University of Tennessee. Nice. And how yeah. pumped are you about that? And I, I can't even describe to you how pumped I am. Um, it's just like an, it's an absolute dream come true. I always wanted to play for a powerhouse. And, uh, you know, there's my chance. I signed the paper, uh, mailed it in. I'm like, just extremely, extremely, extremely excited about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's and that's a team over there. And, you know, you as a pitcher, you've got some great coaching staff over there. I mean, they they do a lot for their pitchers. So this is a great opportunity for you. Yeah, I know. I, I have a good opportunity when I go in there because uh, there's looking right now, there's going to be some open spots as a freshman. So uh, that's kind of that's probably what it came down to, too, is uh, playing time. What's my opportunities looking like? So, you know, I, I couldn't be happier to be uh, be signed with the University of Tennessee now. Yeah. Yeah. I I saw the big smile on your face, you and mom and dad and. It was uh, it was a good day for you. I know it 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 had to besides for a dream come true. You almost it's almost like you had to pinch yourself to believe that it was actually happening, right? Yes, sir. I mean, sitting up there and you know having a bunch of eyes looking at me and you know all my peers around me. It was it was surreal. Um, you know, I it was it was just a different type of feeling. Um, like I said, I can't describe it. I, I can't put it into words. I can only think about it, and I still kind of get that feeling, those chills. Um, so it's awesome. Um, anybody gets to experience that, it's a it's a once in a lifetime experience. Yeah, it is. It is, and you, you know, honestly, I've known you for a lot of your life, but you've handled, you know, and and I say this in all, all reality, we're friends anyways, but you've handled this, what I'll call amount of pressure with a lot of class. You've done a very, very good job handling it from, you know, where do I want to go? How do I want to do it? What does my playing time look like? You know, mom and dad had a lot to do with it, but I think you handled it pretty well. So that's thank you, to you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. So what are you doing now to stay in shape? So I guess this is a two-part question. So what are you doing now to stay in shape? But how do you think that's going to change up when you get over to Tennessee? Because I'm sure they're going to level you up. I mean, it's going to be a little different. So what are you doing? And then what do you think that's going to look like when you get over to Tennessee? Yeah, so right now um, I'm just preparing for my senior season, up my stock, whether that's for the draft or for when I get to Tennessee. Um, it's kind of like think about it as like a social class. You want to be in the the high class when you get there or whether when the draft comes, you know, whatever, whatever the path is. So right now um, I'm doing a bunch of stuff. Um, I am working out, lifting weights, whatever you want to call it, uh, about three, four or five days a week. I've got high school workouts with my same trainer, my trainer. We, uh, we hired him and he comes out to our school and does high school workouts Monday and Wednesday before practice. And um, I usually go Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday for all the way down to um, Scottsdale air park at rise I do upper, lower, whatever, you know, it's just a bunch of splits um, of lifts that I do. And it's, it's awesome. I actually just got back about 20 minutes ago. Um, you know, and that's, that's one of my favorite things to do is lift. I've done it for a while, but now that I'm actually being consistent with it, you know, I'm, I'm stoked for the season and I'm, I'm gaining a lot of weight and, you know, it feels good. Um, and also I'm with my pitching coach about four or five times a week consistently. Uh, Jonathan Heisinga, coach Zinger at Fuel Factory Sports in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, he, he's got 200 big leaguers. It's, it's, it's unreal. Um, he knows he's, he's probably the smartest man I've ever talked to or just anything. And the relationship I've been able to build with him is, again, it's, it's unreal. So uh, me, me and him are really, really tight. Um, he always gives me uh, the time of day to just share his knowledge with me, help me throw, help me get better. I'm working on my mechanics with him, just trying to make everything more efficient and to open up places I can throw harder, stuff like that, breaking stuff down and just getting better. Um, and I'm also with a chiropractor at Athlete Chiropractic. His name is Dr. Sean Drake. 
Um, he is awesome. Again, he's got a million big leaguers, golfers, hockey players, you know, 25 sports. But he is, again, one of the smartest guys I've ever met. Um, he knows exactly what he's talking about. Uh, he single-handedly fixes big leaguers every year. So I was like, man, I, I got to I gotta go see him, see what he's about. Um, and he's opening my hips up, opening my torso up, um, fixing movement patterns, getting my body to sync up. Um, again, he's, it's dry needles, cracking my back, cracking my neck, you know, just stuff like that. You know, I don't even know how it relates to the arm, but that's, that's not my profession. So that's all up to him. I trust him. So he's done a great job. Yeah. To keep the machine well oiled, right? Yeah. Yeah, You got to give the, you got to give a premium gas. Yep. Exactly. Not this cheap, unleaded stuff. I know. So how do you think that's all going to change though? Do you, when you get back East and you get out to Tennessee? Yeah. So, uh, I think it's going to be, um, I'm going to try and keep it a lot of the same. Um, I've talked to, uh, coach Vitello, coach Elander, coach Anderson, and, uh, coach Q, the strength coach at Tennessee. And, uh, I've talked to them about what I'm going to do next year, everything. And I'll, I'll arrive in July and, um, it, it'll be different. It'll be different. It'll be a little bit of conditioning, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, whatever they want to do. Cause you know, again, um, I'm theirs. They get to do whatever they want with me. So, um, it's, I'm going to try and keep it the same. It's going to be a bunch of, you know, heavy lifting, trying to gain weight my freshman year at least, and then more stretching, staying loose with the trainer, everything like that, um, continuing to throw. But uh, I, I think it'll, it'll, it won't be that much of a culture shock, at least for uh, lifting and stuff, because I'm, I'm pretty in shape. But I heard from some of the players that uh, it's a really tough atmosphere out there to, to compete and play and the conditioning and the, the just the workouts and everything. You got, it's a different breed. So, uh you know, of course, of course, it's going to be really hard, but I think I'm preparing myself well. Well, it, it there's there's two sides of that, right? And I I think you're doing the same. You you are the two sides of it. I mean, you're going from the thing that you and I played in our backyards for fun to almost the business side of the baseball game, right? Mm-hmm. And th- those are two drastically different things. You want to you have the talent to go all the way, but if you want to take it all the way. There's certain things that you have to sacrifice, like you say, you know, your workouts and things like that, that others don't do to their bodies. And so I love it. I love how you you look at that and, and your approach to that. Mm-hmm. So tell me what what are your goals is like? First of all, it's got to be difficult to keep your head in the game for your senior year. I mean, you've gotten pretty much to this point, everything you wanted. You signed the contract. To, or a letter of intent to go play at a, a major university that that is predominantly a pitching university, right? How are you keeping your head in the game? And then what are you trying to accomplish this year for your senior year? Um, again, just not take anything for granted. Um, it could all be gone tomorrow. So uh, I, I could wake up and it could all be gone. Um, so, you know, just keep trying to get better because I'm nowhere near my peak. Um, I, I could get better every single day. Um, could go and just be a first rounder. That'd be great. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm whatever. I'm, I'm just trying to keep playing baseball, keep trying to go and, uh, just play a kid's game. It's that's, that's kind of how it is. I love baseball. I love pitching. And it's been a while since I've been able to pitch consistently every week in high school. So this is the year that I'm super, super, super excited about, you know, I've got a lot of goals. I've got Gatorade player of the year. Um, I'm just trying to get my stock up, stuff like that. So, um, again, it's one of, another one of my goals is to not try and impress people. 
Um, I've heard from a lot of people that they're trying to impress scouts. They're trying to impress the, the, the people who rank you, the people who do this, people who do that. But at the end of the day, it's all a game. And uh, that's, that's what I'm trying to focus on. It's just keep playing and keep competing. Yeah, no, that's, that's an excellent way to look at it. I, uh, you know, when it stops becoming fun, that's when guys quit. Mm -hmm. And so just have fun out there. I mean, I've watched a pitch where, where you just look like you're having too much fun out there. And I'm thinking, I I sure hope this lasts the next 15, 20 years for you this way, because it's, you just look like you're having a good time out there. Yeah, that's, that's what I strive for. Just keep having fun. Okay, so I'm going to ask one final question that I didn't tell you about ahead of time. But I'm going to rewind the clock on you about six years. Let's assume that you're 11, 12 years old. Knowing what you know now versus what you know you knew then, what would you tell your 12-year-old self? Just anything you would tell your 12-year-old self to do differently or anything that you would tell your 12-year-old self to, to do more of? Be nice to your parents. Um, <laughs> they do They do so much for you. I was always a little brat, um, too young to understand. So, um, yeah, be nice to your parents and just don't worry about anything. You know, um, when you're that young, it's, it is really, 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 truly just a game. Um, a lot of people are trying to make baseball younger and make all these All-American games younger and these rankings and all this stuff that people – pay so much money for and get lost in and it's it's crazy um it's it really is crazy um i never got into that stuff till i was probably 15 16 years old and um, that is still probably way younger than every generation before me and all the years before me so it keeps getting younger and younger um just don't don't worry about anything um and be nice to your parents and just again keep competing i learned that from one of my uh coaches at I played for on team USA. Um, just keep competing. If you go up there and compete, I mean, that's, that's all you can ask for. If you're going up there trying to throw a certain mile per hour, trying to throw this kind of slider, you know, just throw your best stuff against their best stuff and go compete. Yeah. That's a great, great comment. And I'm going to allow you to, I'm going to allow you to take a mulligan on one of your answers. Um, the smartest person you've ever met is your mother. I think that's what you said, right? Besides your coach, I think your smartest person is your mother. Did I hear that right? Yeah, my mother is pretty dang smart. Because <laughs> you know she's going to listen to this, Derek. So you're going to – I've given you a chance to be able to stay living at home your senior year. Yeah, she hopes she don't, hopes she don't make me sleep in the bottom of the pool or something. <laughs> there you go. Well, Top Fan Rivalry followers, this is Derek Schaefer. He is not only – a phenomenal high school athlete and obviously committed to the University of Tennessee. But even better, he's a good dude. He's a good guy. And he's a good family guy. He's a good person all around. And I always enjoy doing these with him. Um, I always enjoy listening to his aspects of the game. And and I wish, honestly, some of the things that you just said, Derek, I wish that I knew when I was your age. Because it would have mm-hmm. changed my career in baseball. So yeah. I appreciate you taking your time to be on with me today. And and let's do it again before the season starts, yeah? 100%. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to breaking down those divisions, too. Oh, we're going to have some fun with that. When we get you on the predictions podcast, we're going to have some fun with that one. That I'm one's excited. always a good time. I think your dad was on that one last year. Oh, um, good. I mean, I hope he picked the White Sox to, to not win because he's going to keep doing that. He's faithful. So, Hey, yeah. listen, I picked the Dodgers and White Sox to go to the World Series last year. So on paper, that looked pretty good, didn't it? 
hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Definitely. something happened. <laughs> yep, something happened. Dodgers looked like they were on pace, but uh, yeah, yeah, happened. Well, Derek, again, I appreciate you being on. We'll have you on soon. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. All the time. You bet.